Welcome to the Dash Mindset Podcast. I'm Sherry Ziedenbergen. You were born, you're gonna die, and your adventure is your dash in between. So make the most of it. Unlock your potential in all aspects of your dash by embracing your uniqueness and living in a way that's authentic to you. Not by doing more things, but by focusing on the right things. I'm a former corporate leader turned coach who's on my own journey, and I'm passionate about helping you on your journey too. So on the podcast, we'll explore how to live authentically by deciphering who you truly are and what you truly want. Are you ready to take a step toward designing your dash? Someday doesn't actually exist. So let's do it now. It's Sherry Z with the Dash Mindset Podcast, and I'm so excited to have you here today. I'm going to start today's episode with a question as it seems I typically do. I'm not really sure right now, but I, I, I have a feeling that's kind of the case. So my question, do you ever find yourself in the middle of something or maybe watching something and you think, hmm, this used to seem totally normal. This used to make complete sense, and now it doesn't. This actually happens to me quite a bit. And this weekend in particular, it occurred to me because I went to a restaurant with a friend. We had lunch. I stayed for a while to work on my laptop. And primarily because there was 80s music playing on the Muzak. I think that's what they call it. And so, you know, some great stuff. I was singing along to Prince, Little Red Corvette, all the things. I think for the most part in my head, but I'm not sure. Although when I asked a couple next to me at one point. They assured me they couldn't hear me. So I was good to go and I hadn't got kicked out. So I'm sitting there working along, singing along. And I'm singing along to get out of my dreams, get into my car. And it hit me. I thought, have I really been singing along to this song for over 30 years? And I I can't remember a lot from school, but I remember all the words to this song, right? I've been singing along to this song for over 30 years. And it hits me that it sounds like some psychopath with a good voice wants to shove a woman into his car. And so is the fact that he's suggesting it through song, is is that what dismisses the creepiness of it? Why is this okay? I'm thinking it took multiple people to say, yes, that's a good idea. I like it. Yes, Billy, you should go forth and you should finish writing this song about shoving someone in your car. That's a good idea, Billy Ocean. So I'm thinking about that and I'm thinking about, okay, what other crazy stuff or what's seemingly crazy now, you know, didn't at one point in my life. And so it was reminding me of a couple of years ago, or maybe it was in 2020. It's hard to say. We watched some episodes of Punky Brewster with the boys. I used to love that show. And and I looked it up today. I thought, when did this, when did Punky Brewster come out? It came out 40 years ago in 1984. So that was baffling to me. But anyway, I used to love it. So we watched some of the episodes of this show with the boys. And it hits me, the whole premise of this show is about a little girl who's left at a grocery store by her mom And an older gentleman, she doesn't know, takes her in and life goes on. It's, it's basically the life of this cute little adolescent girl. And it's a comedy. What? Now, now the fact that I adore the fact, I mean, I want nothing less than the best for Punky. Okay. The fact that she was taken into a seemingly lovely home by a man who was, who was interested in fostering her. That is fantastic. But in the show, the whole show starts 
sharing the story about her being left at the grocery store. That That's how it starts. It's not that, you know, a couple years later, they're having flashbacks to give you all of the background. That That's how the whole thing starts. That's the premise of the show. And so then they lightly touch upon it here and there. You're like, oh, is my mom going to come back? What? <laughs> so it was just fascinating to me. And the fact that, again, multiple people were involved in this whole, you know, ideation process. At one point, somebody pitched the idea to several people and thought, wait, I know how this, sh- how this story should start. <laughs> this little girl left at a grocery store. Yes, yes, let's do this. That's, that was the consensus. So again, had they had flashbacks, had it been about this adorable little girl and, you know, the life of, of her as an adolescent with her foster dad, very different story. But that, that was the starting point. And I thought, what on earth was happening 40 years ago that made that okay? So here's the thing. Today, I want to talk about the fact that things change. And because things change, our perspectives change, our thoughts change, our thought patterns, our beliefs all change. And so it's important for us to revisit them. It's not just a, well, here are my beliefs, I'm done, right? We we don't even really notice because things just, you know, life keeps going. And seemingly suddenly 40 years later, we think, what? Really? So that's why I'm talking about that today. It's something we have to consciously do and we need to, it requires some self-reflection and some time and space to do it, right? So in my last episode, I talked about how most of our beliefs aren't actually even our own and we're conditioned to have most of them. Not in a creepy way, not in an ill-intentioned way. It's just the way, you know, the human brain works. It's, it's how it goes. So today I'm going to talk about revisiting them. So one reason why it's important to revisit them is because a lot of them aren't even our own, right? So we're going to talk about some additional reasons to revisit them. Not only to revisit them, but reasons why, or one particular reason why it's important to revisit them now. Not, you know, 30 years from now, as was the case for, or 40 years from now, as was the case for me and Punky Brewster, okay? So first of all, I want to start, because it's the end of January, beginning of February, I want to start by talking about our beliefs around New Year's resolutions, okay? Because that that's a big one. And if you're like a lot of people, you may have created one or two New Year's resolutions. Maybe if you were particularly ambitious, you created a few. There's a lot of science around why we tend to create goals at certain times, such as the beginning of a new year, a new month, week, whatever. Why we create resolutions at the beginning of a new year. It's human nature. It makes sense. And actually, just in case you're particularly interested about that, Daniel Pink wrote a book called When. It's actually called When, The Scientific Secrets of Perfect Timing. It's a great book. I recommend that if you're interested in in all the details around that. So anyway, about New Year's resolutions specifically. So if you created a resolution or a few, it's likely you did it around the holidays, right? When you might have had some time away from work, the coming year had 365 whole days to go, which seemed maybe at that point like the equivalent of a decade, right? An entire year. Oftentimes, maybe you were amped up around the holidays, right? I mean, oftentimes we are. And your thinking was, okay, this is going to be my year. Whatever that means for you. This is going to be the year I lose weight, get organized, get happier, get a different job, whatever. However, you may have made those resolutions when you were jacked up on eggnog and cookies. And, you know, maybe you were unclear about what day it even was. And for that reason, or for a lot of reasons, it felt like it was going to be super easy 
to get, you know, just to add that to your routine, right? When things were back to normal. But once you've gotten through the holidays and you were in your eggnog cookie hangover and you were transitioning back to your normal, it may have been harder than you had pictured, right? I know that's that's always the case for me. It, it usually is for most people. Maybe you had been having fewer meetings at work if you were even at work at all over the holidays. Then everyone came back at once and thought, oh, crud, it might as well be the middle of January, right? Because it's, you know, the second or the third at that point. Everybody's realizing they haven't done anything for a couple of weeks. Might as well be the middle of January. Let's have 37 meetings today, right? But the holiday version of you had thought drinking your body weight and water each day was going to be an easy addition or waking up an hour earlier each day. That was going to be easy. Meditating for 30 minutes a day, reading a book, one book a week, maybe two books a week, joining a yoga class, planning healthier meals, whatever it was. And then you went back to work and you realized the transition back to normal was more challenging than expected, as it is for most people every year. Because why should it be difficult to go back to normal? It doesn't seem logical. We were just taking a short break. We had just been doing this new normal for a couple of weeks, right? We had been doing our old normal for a couple of weeks before that. However, our brains just, they're challenged by change. And change is more challenging for our brains than we ever expect because our brains want to keep us comfy and stay in some routine, even if the new routine has just been a couple of weeks of sleeping in and eating leftovers, whatever that was. So when we shift away from that, it's uncomfortable. Even when it's simply shifting back to what was our routine before. So when we have a hard time just finding a clean pair of pants and getting our kids on the bus, whatever big life changes or resolutions we had planned fall to the side. Any additions we plan for the routine, for our new normal or, or old normal or whatever we want to call it, those have a tendency to fall to the wayside. And we often end up using them to beat ourselves up. So not only are we not following through because they're challenging, we often end up just beating ourselves up about the fact that we're not going to meet those resolutions because we don't know how to add more stuff to our lives. We're, we're trying to survive just, you know, based on what we already have in our lives, right? And so we're beating ourselves up and we think, okay, I can't even find a clean pair of pants. I can't even find a clean pair of underwear today. And so something inside me thought that I could drink my body weight in water every day too. So instead, we go back to what we've always done, thinking the whole New Year's resolution thing is some scam or something that other people can accomplish, but we can't. And it, it kind of, I mean, it is a little bit of a scam because mostly because we're jumping straight into these, these grander New Year's resolutions that we've come up with without taking smaller steps, smaller essential steps toward them instead. And we get caught up in the eggnog and the cookies and the, you know, oh, you know, the being confronted with workout <laughs> workout stuff at Target when we walk in. We think, oh, this is going to be easy. So one of those small yet essential steps is examining all the messy beliefs we have. It's not just a matter of, of setting that New Year's resolution when we're jacked up on eggnog. It's a matter of examining those beliefs first. So Rather than beating yourself up about the fact that you're not drinking your body weight in water, let's start by considering the beliefs that act as a barrier between you and drinking your body weight in water instead. What are the beliefs that are preventing you from meeting your goals? 
What if you focused on identifying and addressing those instead? Because when we simply focus on actioning, which is what we have a tendency to do as humans, we all have a tendency to do that, we beat ourselves up. We focus on, okay, here's the action I want to take. Here's the result I want to have. And we don't consider the fact that our actions are actually based upon our thought patterns, our beliefs and our feelings. And the reason I encourage you to do it now, so here's, here's the big reason, the reason I encourage you to do that now and to examine those beliefs now is because right now it might feel like, oh, it's not even worth setting any goals. It may feel like, oh, the year's practically over. I set New Year's resolutions like I always do and I didn't follow through. I never do. And it's just this constant cycle of beating ourselves up. And you might think, oh, well, the year's practically over now. It's almost February. I'll just, I'll just try again next year. Or I'll try after spring break or after, you know, maybe I'll try this summer. or Maybe I'll try after summer. And suddenly you're planning your New Year's resolutions for 2025 and you're back in the same boat. You're in now. It's just a vicious cycle. And we all do it. We all do it in some way, shape, or form. Maybe it's not New Year's resolutions in particular, but it's something. And we think, oh, I'll wait until someday or I'll wait until whatever, retirement or whatever. So although you may not have 365 days left this year, it doesn't matter because you have more than zero days this year. And in fact, the fact that you have the number of days left in the year is somewhat irrelevant. It's about the rest of your life, right? I mean, certainly it's great to have goals for the year, but it's really about the rest of your life. So I would encourage you to push those resolutions aside and consider the perspectives and beliefs between you and the life you want instead, okay? So that's why you need to know now. It's, let's, let's focus on, okay, what do you want your whole life to be? And it's really important to do that now because there's never gonna be a great time. Life keeps happening right? And which is what we ultimately want. We want life to keep happening. But then sometimes we, it seems like it's getting in the way, right? Of us leading our lives, which is just so counterintuitive. So that's the reason you should do it down. Now, some reasons for revisiting your beliefs at all. So in addition to a lot of them not even being your own, a lot of your beliefs aren't even yours. Okay. We have that one. Another reason is that each of us is constantly evolving. You are a different person than you were last year and maybe even slightly different than you were yesterday due to the experiences you've had and what you've learned. So when you think about how you've changed over a period of several years, you've changed in a lot of ways. Your perspectives change throughout each stage of life, whether you're conscious of it, whether you realize it or not. Your values shift. They're likely similar overall, but they may have shifted. Yet you might still be doing what you were doing before. And I'm just, I just mean in a general way, prioritizing in the way you had before, likely unconsciously, but you're prioritizing based on the way you always have because we get into this autopilot mode. And you may not even realize you're feeling a little funky as a result, right? It might be that something's a little off and you can't quite put your finger on it because you're doing what you've always done, not really recognizing the fact that maybe your thoughts have changed, your beliefs have changed. So We tend to operate in autopilot and we often don't give ourselves the time and space to self-reflect. So I encourage you to do just that. Give yourself some time and space to self-reflect. Question your New Year's resolutions. Question what you've always done. Ensure your goals are relevant. Ensure they're meaningful to you. 
consider what you want in your life overall, what you want your overall life to look like instead, and identify some of the outdated beliefs that are getting in the way. Consider how you've changed and how your values have shifted as well. Now that the protein bars and the yoga mats aren't at the target entrance anymore, and you actually have to find the workout aisle with all the workout gear, are you still interested in working out? Was that just a 2024 thing? Or, you know, what is your ultimate reason for wanting to work out? How does that look when it comes to the rest of your life? What's that look like for you? And what is your reason behind it? What's your why behind it? And how does it relate to your overall life rather than the goal you had potentially set for this year in particular? So let's debrief. The overall reason to revisit your goals right now is because your beliefs lead you down the path of the rest of your life. Your thoughts lead to the experiences you have. And the rest of your life starts right now. This isn't just about 2024. Also, a reason to revisit your beliefs at all. First of all, because a lot of your beliefs aren't even your own, which I talked a lot about in the last episode. Second, it's important to revisit your beliefs because you are constantly evolving based on your experiences. So it's important to ensure your beliefs are still relevant and meaningful as you move through each stage of your life. It's important to understand how your values may have shifted so you can prioritize in a way that's congruent to who you are and what you want, okay? Now, third, the world and our understanding of the world is constantly evolving. And some of your beliefs may change as a result. It doesn't mean you have to take on those beliefs due to changes in the environment. Just be aware of them and consider them. And then you can modify or adjust yours as a result. At least be conscious of what they are. Be intentional about what they are. So for instance, if you were considering writing a song about shoving someone into your car, <laughs> you might want to consider how that'll be received in the current environment, right? You may want to avoid being a complete outcast or being arrested or, you know, considered a suspect of some something. And I don't think the overall environment has ever been pro-kidnapping. I'm sure Billy Ocean is a wonderful person and he was never condoning kidnapping or violence of any sort. But it is a very different environment now than it was in the 80s, for sure, right? So changes in the world, in the environment, are also something to acknowledge, to consider when revisiting and re-examining your beliefs. I mean, this is a very different world now than it was like in medieval times, right? We're not, you know... Well, I won't get into all that, but I mean, just things are different. So, so there you are. An overall reason to revisit and examine your beliefs right now, plus three more for revisiting and examining them at all. And if this is something that resonates with you, if this is something that you would like help with, I would love to have you in my program that starts next week. My next group starts next week. And so if you're committed to figuring this whole thing out, figuring out what are the barriers between you and what you want in your life, this is a great starting point. So I'm starting another group in my mental fitness program next week. And in the program, we'll be identifying the thoughts that aren't serving us. So you'll be identifying, if you you were to join, you'd be identifying the thoughts that aren't serving you. And we'll focus on developing habits to continually shift the thoughts that do serve you. And that's what I'm especially excited about in the program is that it's about habit building. It's not just, okay, change this thought to this thought, but we, we develop habits. So 
It's great stuff. I continue to utilize and benefit from the training every single day. And the individuals who have gone through the program do as well. It's fantastic. In fact, I even have some testimonials out with all the program details on my site. The link to the program itself, and you can go to my site for more information, which is the-mindset.com. The link for the details regarding the program itself is at the-mindset.com slash PQ hyphen program. So the-mindset.com slash PQ hyphen program. And I'm going to include that in the show notes as well. So if you think this is something that would help you, I would love for you to join and reach out to me with any questions you have. And if you think this is something that might help your team, I can definitely work with with you and, and your team as well. Love working with teams. And it might be something that you want to try on your own. So maybe you try on your own with the group that's going to be going through it. And when you love it, then you can talk to your group about it and we can see how uh, I could work with you and your team and figure out if we're a good fit. So there we are, folks. Have a great couple weeks. Take a look at the link and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the Dash Mindset Podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on your favorite podcast player. Tell your friends and leave us a review. Follow me on my social media platforms highlighted in the show notes and get in touch with me at the-mindset.com. Share the topics you'd like me to explore in future episodes. Thanks again for listening to the Dash Mindset Podcast. We'll see you next time. Design and differentiate your Dash, your way, and make today amazing.